0: Issue review, Fiscal Services Division, December 5th, 2019. Overview of Iowa Veterans Programs, 2019 update. Issue, this issue review provides a review and analysis of state veterans programs that provide direct care and assistance for Iowa veterans from 2008 to the present. This issue review does not include any analysis or review of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs (VA) medical care system or private initiatives. Table 1 that accompanies this issue review provides an organizational overview of where the programs in this issue review fall in the state of Iowa budget affected agencies Iowa Department of Veterans Affairs, DVA Iowa Veterans Home, IVH Department of Revenue, Iowa Lottery Authority Iowa Finance Authority, College Student Aid Commission Iowa Workforce Development Code Authority, Iowa Code Chapters 35 35A, 35B, 35D, and 426A, Iowa Code Sections 16.54, 99G.39, 261.86, 422.7, 422.12L, and 425.15, Iowa Administrative Code 801. Background. Iowa has historically provided a number of programs and special benefits serving Iowa's veterans. Attachment A that accompanies this issue review is an extensive list of veterans and military benefits currently provided in the state of Iowa. Most of the programs that will be reviewed in this issue review have been available since the early 2000s and are administered by the DVA. For the Iowa veterans programs, eligible veterans generally include residents of Iowa who served in the armed forces of the United States during regular or federal active duty, former members of the Reserve Forces of the United States, and former members of the Iowa National Guard. Specific details on the definition of a veteran can be found in Iowa Code Section 35.1 Subsection 2 and Additional Characteristics of a Veteran may apply to specific chapters or sections of the Iowa Code. The DVA or a County Veterans Affairs Office can provide more information as to whether an individual qualifies for a specific benefit. Department of Veterans Affairs. The DVA was created in 1978 and has gone through several organizational iterations with the latest in 2005. The mission of the DVA is to serve veterans and their families, to connect veterans with available benefits, to provide dignified services and compassionate family assistance, and to provide high-quality operations at the Iowa Veterans Cemetery. The administrative staff is located at Camp Dodge in Johnston, Iowa. The overall responsibilities can be summarized as educating veterans and active duty reserve members on entitlements and resources under state and federal laws, being a central point of contact in state government for veterans issues, administering the County Allocation Program and Injured Veterans Grant Program and maintaining the Iowa Veterans Cemetery and maintaining the burial records of over 185 deceased Iowa veterans. The DVA received a general fund appropriation of $1.2 million for fiscal year 2019 and utilized 13.7 full-time equivalent or FTE positions. Personnel services expenditures represent 87.6 percent of the DVA budget. Commission of Veterans Affairs. The Commission of Veterans Affairs is an 11-member commission appointed by the governor and approved by the Senate for staggered four-year terms. The commission is tasked with the following duties. Making recommendations to the DVA, General Assembly, and Governor concerning issues involving and impacting veterans in Iowa Making recommendations to the General Assembly and Governor concerning the management and operation of the DVA, supervising the Iowa Veterans Home Commandant's administration of commission policy, and approving expenditures from the Veterans Trust Fund. County Commission of Veterans Affairs. Each of Iowa's 99 counties has a County Commission of Veterans Affairs that consists of three to five veterans identified by the county's Board of Supervisors. Each county is required to have a Veterans Affairs office in a building owned, operated, or leased by the county. The operating costs come from the county's budget, primarily property taxes, in the county general fund. Offices are required to provide the following minimum office hours depending on the total population of the county. Counties that have a population of 30,000 or less, 78 counties, 20 hours per week. Counties that have a population of 30,001 to 60,0011 counties, 30 hours per week. Counties that have a population of 60,001 and one or greater, 10 counties, 40 hours per week. Among the duties, of the county commissions are to educate veterans and active duty reserve members on entitlements and resources under state and federal laws, start applications for the veterans trust fund, and ensure interment in a suitable cemetery of the body of any veteran, veteran's spouse, or veteran's child if the person died without sufficient means to defray funeral expenses. Veteran population. According to the federal VA, the total number of veterans has been declining nationally. The VA office of the actuary reported that the overall veteran population was approximately $20.8 million in 2015. By 2045, the population is projected to be approximately 12 million, a decrease of 42.3 percent with an annual average decrease of 1.8 percent. For Iowa, the 2018 estimated veteran population is approximately 201,000. The projected decrease over this same time period is 48.8%. See attachment B that accompanies this issue review for more population data. This same report estimates the largest living cohort of veterans, 32.8%, served during the Vietnam era, August 1964 to April 1975. But by 2045, the largest living cohort will consist of veterans from the post-9-11 Gulf War era, September 2001 or later. Chart one also illustrates that the age distribution of Iowa veterans is estimated to become slightly younger and include a higher proportion of female veterans. Home Base Iowa 2014 legislative session public-private partnership. Home Base Iowa, or HBI, was developed by former Governor Terry Branstad and retired Iowa National Guard Major General Timothy Orr in 2014 as a nonprofit public-private partnership to recruit veterans and transitioning service members to help them find careers in Iowa. Implemented by staff at Iowa Workforce Development, the HBI program seeks to connect veterans and transitioning service members with HBI partners and resources. HBI helps connect Iowa businesses with qualified veterans looking for career opportunities. Resources are available to help veterans and their families with education and in transitioning to a new community with focused support and individuals who want to help. During the 2014 legislative session, Senate File 303, 2014 Iowa Acts, Chapter 1116, Home Base Iowa Act, was enacted in an effort to make Iowa more attractive to veterans returning home from military service, significant changes included, excluding federal retirement pay received for military service and survivor benefits from state individual income tax regardless of the taxpayer's age. The retirement pay is only deductible to the extent it is included in the taxpayer's federal adjusted gross income. The exclusion also applies to military survivor benefits received under 10 U.S.C. 1447. It is available for both residents and non-residents of Iowa. The exclusion is in addition to the general $6,000 slash $12,000 pension exclusion available for Iowa individual income tax for taxpayers 55 years of age or older. Permitting a private employer to give preference in employment and promotion to veterans and spouses of veterans. Eliminating the initial plate fee for military special license plates for veterans, expanding the Home Ownership Assistance Program to include the veterans who served during the Gulf conflict from August 2, 1990 to April 6, 1991, requiring the various professional licensing boards of the state to adopt rules to provide veterans and their spouses credit toward qualifications for licensure to practice a profession or occupation for training, service, or education gained while serving. There was also a requirement to expedite licensing for veterans, which was later broadened to include spouses and requiring all public post-secondary institutions and Iowa tuition grant eligible private and independent colleges to participate in HBI post-secondary education reporting. Charts 2 and 3 that accompany this issue review outline some of the data submitted on enrollment and transcript credits awarded for military training, service, and education. For reference, fiscal year 2015 was the first year of implementation for HBI. The HBI initiative received funding from the Office of the Chief Information Officer to create a website that had data-gathering capabilities starting in mid-2017, meaning that 2018 was the first year with annual data. The following data points are available, and year-over-year comparisons will be available in the future. Veterans Profiles submitted 577. This number is further broken down as follows. Veteran Status. 71% were veterans, changing to civilian jobs. 10% were transitioning from active duty and 9% were retiring from active duty. Education level, 31% have bachelor's degrees. 31% have high school diplomas or equivalency, 16% have associate degrees, and 15% have master's degrees. This means that 69% have completed a certificate program or education beyond high school. Branches of service, 56% were from the Army, 16% from the Air Force, 15% from the Navy, 12% from the Marines, and 1% from the Coast Guard. Residency, 75% current residents, 25% non-residents, top five industries of interest, management and human resources, city, county and state administration, production and manufacturing, transportation, distribution and logistics, and office administration. HBI business profiles added 423. This brings the total to over 2,100 businesses participating. Also enacted that year were changes that expanded the additional homestead tax credit for disabled veterans. The Act changed the eligibility for the credit to include any eligible veteran, including former members of the National Guard of any state with a permanent and total service-connected disability as certified by the Federal VA. The credit was also extended to surviving spouses and to children who meet specific criteria. More information will be presented on this program in the Property Tax Programs section of this issue review. Veterans Trust Fund. The Veterans Trust Fund was created in 2003. The Veterans Trust Fund is under the control of the Commission of Veterans Affairs and is used to assist veterans and their families who meet certain income and asset guidelines. The scope of services and reach of the Trust Fund has expanded since its inception as the Trust Fund balance and public awareness has grown. From CY 2008 to CY 2018, a total of $3.3 million was awarded from the Trust Fund through over 2,800 awards. Money in the Veterans Trust Fund is essentially divided into two categories, principal and spendable. Principal, this is the portion of the fund that is available to produce income through earning interest. The principal consists of previous appropriations made by the General Assembly, transfers of Iowa lottery revenues, and donations through the income tax checkoff. It is the intent of the General Assembly for the principal balance to reach $50 million. As of October 2019, the principal balance of the Veterans Trust Fund was $33.4 million. The historical balance of the Trust Fund is outlined in Chart 4 that accompanies this issue review. Under current law, the LSA currently estimates that the Trust Fund will reach the $50 million goal by fiscal year 2029. Revenue sources. The Veterans Trust Fund has been funded from a variety of revenue sources over the years, including appropriations from the General Fund, appropriations from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, transfer of lottery revenues, and donations from the Veterans Income Tax Checkoff. Historical appropriations and transfers for the principal are demonstrated in Chart 5 that accompanies this issue review. Current law requires the Iowa Lottery to transfer $2.5 million annually to the trust fund. This transfer typically occurs in October. Of that amount, the commission can spend $500,000 to assist veterans eligible for services. The trust fund also earns interest from the investment of the fund balance, that is permissible to be spent. Interest earned over the past year has averaged $42,000 per month. There is currently a joint income tax checkoff for the Veterans Trust Fund and the Volunteer Firefighter Preparedness Fund. Individuals who file a tax return may designate one dollar or more to be paid jointly to both funds. The Department of Revenue transfers one-half of the receipts to the Veterans Trust Fund, and the other half of the receipts to the Volunteer Firefighter Preparedness Fund. Any amount received from the checkoff is deposited in the principal balance of the Veterans Trust Fund. The income tax checkoff generates approximately $34,000 annually. Funds available for awards. The spendable portion of the trust fund includes $500,000 of the annual transfer from the Iowa Lottery, interest income earned, and donations received. Awards are made by a majority vote of the Commission of Veterans Affairs to meet requests for assistance from the veterans and the spouses and dependents of veterans. The money appropriated to the commission that remains unobligated or unexpended at the end of the fiscal year will revert to the principal balance of the Veterans Trust Fund. Expenditures Awards from the trust fund broadly fall into four categories, medical assistance, vehicle-slash-housing repair assistance, employment-related assistance, and honor guard reimbursement. Expenditures from the Veterans Trust Fund for assistance began in fiscal year 2009, but the annual report for the fund is on a calendar year basis. Since CY 2008, a total of $3.3 million has been awarded from the trust fund, primarily in the areas of vehicle housing repair assistance for 43.4% and medical assistance 30.1%. Chart 6 that accompanies this issue review shows the amount of expenditures on claims for assistance that fall within these categories on a calendar year basis. Miscellaneous Provisions There are a few other aspects of the Iowa Veterans Trust Fund that do not fit within the overall design of the original program. The War Orphans Education Assistance Program was consolidated in the trust fund as a separate account in the fund. There was a transfer of $129,000 that is maintained in the account and is to be used only for the purpose of assisting in the education of orphaned children of veterans. Interest earned on money deposited in the War Orphans Education Assistance account is also credited to the account. This account is not included in reporting on the principal balance of the fund. The most recent award for state aid out of this program was in fiscal year 2009. During the 2017 State Fair, a, quote, Spirit of Iowa Tribute Bell, end quote, was cast to be a portable community outreach symbol. The bell was mounted on a trailer that can be transported to community events to tell the story of Iowa veterans and raise awareness of veterans needs with contributions supporting the Veterans Trust Fund. An account was created in the trust fund to track donations, and pay for any incidental expenses involving the maintenance of the bell and trailer. As of October 2019, approximately $4,800 has been raised associated with the bell. The trust fund has always had a provision allowing funds to be loaned for cemetery grant development services, provided that the funds be returned to the trust fund upon receipt of federal funds for such purposes. This provision was expanded to remove the requirement that funds used by the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, be repaid in fiscal year 2019, $150,000 was transferred to the DAS for cemetery construction projects. Injured Veterans Grant Program. The Iowa Injured Veterans Grant Program was created in 2006 and aids service members on active duty who are injured. The program was originally restricted to injuries in combat zones, but was expanded to cover injuries made in the line of duty requiring medical evacuation. Injured Veterans or their family members can receive grants of up to $10,000. The funds Provide financial assistance that allows family members to be with the veteran during the veteran's recovery. To be eligible, a veteran must be an Iowa resident or a member of an Iowa-based National Guard or Reserve unit and must have sustained an injury in the line of duty after September 11, 2001. The grants are paid in increments of $2,500 up to a maximum of $10,000 upon proof that a veteran has sustained an injury and has been evacuated from the operational theater to a military hospital. The amounts are paid when the service member is evacuated and again at 30, 60, and 90 days after evacuation. An injured veteran's grant is exempt from Iowa income taxation. The program has been funded with periodic General fund appropriations totaling $4 million since Fiscal Year 2006. The most recent appropriation occurred in Fiscal Year 2011. The appropriations do not revert to the general fund and are permitted to carry forward. As of October 2019, there is $184,000 available for payments. Table 2 that accompanies this issue review shows by fiscal year net appropriations, amount expended, number of payments, and the balance carry forward for the program. The DVA and National Guard are required to submit a report to the Governor and General Assembly on the sustainability of future funding for the program by December 31, 2019. Factors contributing to the fewer number of awards being expended from the program include the closing of combat zones or hostile flying zones by the federal government and a shift in federal policies, decreasing injury evacuations and delivering critical care for injured forces sooner. County Commissions of Veterans Affairs Training Program. The County Commissions of Veterans Affairs Training Program, sometimes referred to as the County Allocation Program, began in 2008 and is intended to improve the delivery of service by the various county commissioners of Veterans Affairs to veterans in their respective counties. The money is intended to be used for outreach to veterans in their communities as well as for the administration and maintenance of the county office and staff. There is a standing appropriation of $1 million from the general fund to the DVA County Commission's Veterans Affairs Fund. This appropriation is annually reduced in the Health and Human Services Appropriations Act to a lesser amount, typically $990,000. The program permits each county to receive an allocation of $10,000. Any unspent funds carry forward and are credited to the account to be used to fund the County Commission of Veterans Affairs training program operated by the DVA. The average annual amount spent on training schools ranges between $1,000 and $5,000 depending on the facility used. From fiscal year 2015 to fiscal year 2019, an average of 2.5% of the funds allocated were returned. Table 3 that accompanies this issue review shows the amount expended and the amount returned from the county allocation program and the number of counties returning money. Some of the primary reasons counties have returned money in previous years have been because the services were not being provided in a public office location, the required office hours were not being provided, or the money was not being used for its intended purpose. The funds cannot be used to provide direct assistance to veterans. Since Fiscal Year 2015, 71 counties have spent all of the funding allocated to them each year. Home Ownership Assistance Program the Home Ownership Assistance Program for Military Members began in fiscal year 2005 and is administered by the Iowa Finance Authority IFA. The program provides eligible service members and veterans with a $5,000 once-in-a-lifetime grant for a down payment and closing cost assistance on a qualifying home purchase of a primary residence in Iowa to be Considered eligible, the service member or veteran must have served a cumulative 90 days on active duty after September 11, 2001 or during the Persian Gulf conflict from August 2, 1990 to April 6, 1991 or have suffered an injury that precluded completion of the period of service while on federal active duty during those times. Surviving spouses are eligible for the program. The DVA reviews each application to determine eligibility as a veteran, and the IFA determines eligibility for the qualifying grant. The DVA receives an annual appropriation and transfers it to the IFA. Chart 7 that accompanies this issue review illustrates the historical funding. Funding has come from the general fund, cash reserve fund, veterans trust fund, and RIIF. Since fiscal year 2013, the appropriation has been made from the general fund. Funds are considered obligated if the IFA and the DVA receive an application and the veteran is qualified for the program. Funds have generally been obligated by the following months. Fiscal year 2017, funding fully obligated by April 2017, 10 months into the fiscal year. Waiting list started. Fiscal year 2018, waiting list of $95,000 funded in July 2017. The remaining appropriation was fully obligated by December 2017, 7 months into the fiscal year. Fiscal year 2019, waiting list of $535,000 funded in July 2018. The remaining appropriation was fully obligated by October 2018, four months into the fiscal year and fiscal year 2020 waiting list of $650,000 funded in July 2019. The remaining appropriation was fully obligated by September 2019, three months into the fiscal year. When the funding was exhausted, the program was closed for the fiscal year and no wait list was started. Iowa Veterans Home. The Iowa Veterans Home located in Marshalltown, Iowa, provides both nursing home and residential levels of care for Iowa's aged, chronically ill, or disabled veterans, dependent spouses, and surviving spouses. The IVH is a separate state agency from the DVA. The role of the IVH has evolved considerably over the years. The IVH was originally a domiciliary for veterans with insufficient resources to live independently or for veterans unable to earn a livelihood by virtue of disability. Today, the IVH is a facility that serves veterans with chronic conditions rather than those with insufficient incomes. Spouses qualify for admission if they have been married to a veteran for at least one year before the date of application and meet residency requirements. The fiscal year 2019 average daily census of individuals living in the IVH was 498, as shown in chart 7 that accompanies this issue review. The number of individuals receiving residential-level care has been decreasing, but the nursing care remains at full capacity. Since the inception of the IVH in 1887, the number of veterans and spouses served is approximately 19,000. The IVH revenue sources are approximately 45.6% Medicaid, 24% veteran VA per diem, 16.8% residential support, 8.8% general fund, annual appropriation approximately $7.2 million, and 4.8% other sources. Iowa Veterans Cemetery. The Iowa Veterans Cemetery, located in Van Meter, Iowa, is available for burial of all eligible veterans, their spouses, and certain dependent children. An honorably discharged veteran is interred at no charge to the family. However, the federal VA does pay the state $780 per veteran. Spouses and dependents are buried for a $300 interment fee. Both of these fees are deposited into the perpetual care account. Iowa residency is not required for burial in the Iowa Veterans Cemetery. There is a federal program that furnishes headstones or markers. Upon request, the cemetery was constructed in 2008 with federal funds and has an ongoing annual state operating expense of approximately $375,000. The operating costs and 5.6 FTE positions are funded through the DVA general fund appropriation. The Iowa Veterans Cemetery has provided more than 4,800 interments. Approximately 70% of recent interments are cremation remains. Veterans license plate fee funds. The Veterans License Plate Fee Fund was created in the State Treasury under the control of the Commission of Veterans Affairs. The fund receives revenue from the sale of special Veterans License Plates. Interest or earnings on money in the fund remains in the fund. The Commission can use the fund to fulfill the responsibilities of the Commission and to honor and promote the veterans of Iowa. License plate fee revenue has been approximately $70,000 annually from fiscal year 2010 to fiscal year 2019. The Commission spent $54,000 in fiscal year 2019. As of October 2019, the fund has approximately $279,000 available. Generally, funding requests for private initiatives and requests from the DVA and IVH come before the commission at the commission's quarterly meetings and there is a vote on awards. Property tax programs. The following property tax benefits are available for qualifying veterans to apply for through their local property tax assessor. Military Service Property Tax Exemption. The Military Service Property Tax Exemption provides a property tax exemption of $1,852 of assessed property valuation for veterans who served on active or reserve duty in the armed forces. Periods of active duty and length of reserve service required for qualification as a veteran are specified by Iowa Code Section 35.1, Subsection 2, Paragraph A and Paragraph B, and are primarily defined by specific conflicts, specific time periods between specific conflicts, or a period of 20 years of service. For purposes of the military service property tax exemption, quote, veteran, end quote, means a resident of Iowa who served in the United States Armed Forces for a minimum of 18 months and was honorably discharged. A veteran may also be an Iowa resident who served in the Armed Forces for less than 18 months and was honorably discharged due to a service-related injury. On average, a veteran's property taxes are reduced by approximately $65 per year at current property tax rates. Local governments are provided a partial reimbursement of $13 by the state for providing the military service property tax exemption. The reimbursement amount is up to the amount the local government would have collected had there been a consolidated levy rate no greater than six dollars and 92 cents per one thousand dollars of assessed value the military service property tax exemption is funded with a standing unlimited general fund appropriation established in iowa code section 426a.1a the annual appropriation amount is approximately $2 million from the general fund, which reimburses local governments for the exemption. Disabled Veteran Homestead Property Tax Credit. There is also a provision of the Disabled Veteran Homestead Property Tax Credit that allows a disabled veteran to receive a credit of 100% of the tax levy. The credit was originally enacted in 1990 and expanded in 2014 and 2015 to remove income limitations and expand eligibility. The Disabled Veteran Veteran Homestead Property Tax Credit is funded through the Homestead Property Tax Credit Standing Appropriation. The annual appropriation is approximately $135 million from the general fund, which reimburses local governments for the exemption, as shown in Table 5 that accompanies this issue review. Currently, veterans with 100% service-related disability status qualify for this credit. Veterans also qualify by having a permanent and total disability rating based on individual un employability paid at the 100% disability rate. The veteran must own and occupy the property as a homestead on July 1st of each year, declare residency in Iowa for income tax purposes, and occupy the property for at least six months each year. Persons in the military or nursing home do not occupy the home are also eligible. A surviving spouse of a disabled veteran receiving dependency and indemnity compensation or DIC payments also qualifies. The surviving spouse as a beneficiary of the estate of a veteran who received the credit may continue to receive the credit as long as the spouse resides in the qualified homestead and does not remarry. National Guard Service Scholarship Program. The National Guard Service Scholarship, formerly Educational Assistance Program, is a general fund program enacted in 1999 that provides grants to National Guard members attending eligible Iowa colleges and universities, including community colleges. Funding is included annually in the Education Appropriations Act for the College Student Aid Commission and does not revert at the end of the fiscal year. The maximum award cannot exceed the average resident tuition rate established for the region's universities. Each year, the Guard determines what percentage of tuition will be reimbursed based on the available funding and the anticipated number of applicants. Awardees are limited to receiving total assistance under the program for up to 120 semester credit hours of undergraduate study or the equivalent. However, awardees may be eligible for an additional 10 semester hours of undergraduate study if they are pursuing a degree that qualifies for the federal Edith Norris Rogers STEM Scholarship. Chart 9 that accompanies this issue review represents average annual awards from the program. The annual appropriation is $4.7 million from the General Fund for Fiscal Year 2020. Appropriation of amounts can fluctuate as a result of change in demand due to deployment levels. Other states, the National Conference for State Legislatures, NCSL, provides a military and veterans affairs state legislation database that permits users to search states by topic area for bills that have been introduced related to military and veterans issues. Summary, the 11-member Commission of Veterans Affairs is responsible for providing guidance and advising the DVA. The DVA is responsible for administering all state programs that provide direct assistance for veterans and their families, disseminating information to veterans regarding available benefits and services, and operating and maintaining the Iowa Veterans Cemetery to the federal VA's National Cemetery Standard. The DVA receives an annual general fund appropriation for $1.2 million and 13 FTE positions. Approximately 86% of the appropriation covers personnel costs. The department is also responsible for administering the Iowa Veterans Trust Fund, the Injured Veterans Grant Program, and the County Allocation Program, as well as authenticating applications for the Military Home Ownership Assistance Program administered by the IFA. The Iowa Veterans Trust Fund is currently funding with lottery receipts, income tax check-off dollars, donations, and interest income. The Injured Veterans Grant Program last received a general fund appropriation in fiscal year 2011 and currently has a balanced carry-forward amount of $184,000. Application demand on the Home Ownership Assistance Program continues to exceed the amount annually appropriated from the general fund. The county allocation program remains at a historically high level of funding, though less than the appropriation enacted in the Iowa Code. For a summary of all funding provided by the General Assembly and Governor and total expenditures by program, please see Attachment C that accompanies this issue review. The LSA staff contact for this issue review is Kent Ohms at 515-725-2200. To view all charts, graphs, forms, and other text documents, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.io iowa.gov and open the LSA Publications tab at the top. Click on Fiscal Analysis on the left, then under Fiscal Publications, click on Issue Reviews and go to Overview of Iowa Veterans Program's 2019 Update.